Welcome to another episode of Empowering You, focusing on fine-tuning and owning your voice, as well as asserting yourself as a powerful woman, a podcast filled with personal stories and real-world examples that can be applied immediately. It's a new day. Own your voice and embrace you with your host, Shantara Chapman. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Empowering You. And today I want to talk to you about stress. Uh, There's a lot of conversations that happen around self-care and the things that we should do to decrease stress in our lives. And the one thing that I guess I hadn't really thought about was pre-vacation stress. Since we're in the summer months right now and there's a lot of family planning to go on vacations, go out of town for a little while and just take staycations Um, I never thought that there would be something called pre-vacation stress. I was reading an article in um, Biz Women, the Women Business Journal, and it was published, let's see here, June 25th. And the title was, Half of Women Feel Pre-Vacation Work Stress. And so it goes on to say, women are twice as stressed as men the week before they leave on vacation and often put in extra hours so they don't have to come back to work with a pile of things to do. But it's still not enough to keep more than half of them from working while they're out of the office. So two things, pre-vacation work stress. When I know that I'm going to be on vacation the next week, I am super excited. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I'm not worried about it. I'm going on vacation next week. It'll be here when I get back. I get wanting to get ahead of the work for when you come back, but it kind of takes away from the joy of knowing that you're about to go on vacation. The joy of knowing that you're going to get that, um, much needed relaxation because now you're like, you have this long to-do list. You're trying to get all of these things done and in hopes that you won't have a lot of work when you get back. Newsflash, you're going to have a lot of work when you get back anyway. There are going to be tons of emails. There are things that you're going to have to get done, but it's going to be okay. Deal with it when you get back. Don't try to like, heavy load yourself or overload yourself before you leave. Now you're crazy stressed out. And then when you go, you're still thinking about work while you're out of the office. Now, I know that a lot of executives and not even executives, actually, a lot of people work when they're on vacation. That's very difficult for me to to fathom, to think, because when I typically go on vacation, it's to relax. I don't really like to have a lot of um, technology around. I don't carry a lot of books with me. I may have maybe a book that I want to read or a book that I want to listen to, but I don't really plan to work. I plan to sit still and absolutely do nothing. Um, A friend of mine would always say, I don't understand how you can do that. How can you go on vacation and literally just want to sit there, literally just want to sit by on the beach, literally just want to sit by the pool? It's because the way my brain works and the way I work is I'm constantly thinking of things. My brain is always moving. And so when I say that I'm going on vacation, that means I am going to stop everything. 
I'm going to be very intentional about not allowing my brain to work. So for those ladies who are deciding that they're going to still work while they're out of the office, oh, I would urge you not to do that. I would urge you to stay focused on your family, stay focused on you and get some rest, get some relaxation. So when you come back to the office, you're fresh. You can think of things more clearly. You're rejuvenated. You may even have new ideas because you took the time off, because you allowed your brain to just relax. So there was this study Celebrity Cruises conducted. It says Celebrity Cruises asked 750 employees about their vacation stress levels and how often work contacted them during their paid time off. 51% of women said they felt more stressed the week before vacation, while just 17% said less. And then 62% of all employees said they worked extra hours the week before with most putting in an additional one to five hours, but some working as many as 21 extra hours. 21 extra hours the week before. So if you have a 40 hour work week, you're working 61 hours that week just to try to get ahead for after you come back from vacation. That's ridiculous. For 39% of respondents, the thought of a co-worker handling their work while they were away was a major source of stress. Six in 10 worried that their work would be mismanaged and more than a fourth thought taking a vacation would give the perception that they're not dedicated to their job. So both of those things are absurd. I think that we really need to learn how to let go. We are in a time right now where we are, we're defining ourselves by our jobs. So the fact that you are uncomfortable with de um, delegating work to someone else, that means that you're not a true leader. Leaders know when to delegate. Leaders know when to let go. And even if you're not a leader and you're just a co-worker, you know, you're just working on a team, you still have to be confident in your team to be able to take care of the work. And to say that you think they're going to mismanage it and mishandle it, that's that thought of can, no one can do my job but me. And I, um, I kind of take issue with that because if you cease to exist, if you did not come back to the company the very next day, someone else would be doing your job. It's just, it's a fact of, you know, the world we live in It's a fact of business is a fact of life. No one is doing anything that's rocket science. As a matter of fact, rocket science is not really rocket science. I know that because I've worked at NASA for 13 years. It's a learned job. It's a learned behavior. And we need to understand that there are people that can do our jobs. And it's okay that we're on vacation. So to say that I can't take a vacation because I don't want anyone to think I'm not dedicated to my job, I'm okay with people thinking that I'm not 100% dedicated to my job because I'm not. I'm 100% dedicated to me. I'm 100% dedicated to my family. I'm 100% dedicated to my health, health and my care and my well-being. The job is just a means to an end. And my clients, they understand that. My clients know. I mean, I, I have been very grateful to have clients, even in my consulting business, that take vacation whenever they need to take vacation. I, I love that they leave work early to go to do things with their families, with their kids, because that shows me that they know 
where their value lies. Their value doesn't lie within the four walls of a company. Your value lies with their family. Your value lies within your heart. And to say that you taking time out to be with your family means that you're not as dedicated to the job and that there are women out there who feel like they have to be so dedicated that they don't take time for themselves. That's sad. That is a shame that we've gotten to a point in our lives, in our society, that we feel like we have to overdo it and fake it till we make it all because we want to make it to some, you know, some, some, some dream, some goal of being at a table, getting a seat at a table. That is not the way we should be living our lives. We should look at the job as a, you know, as what it is. We're getting paid to do something that sometimes, most of the times, I hope you're getting paid to do something that you love. And you're able to take care of those that you love when you're doing by doing so. So think about it. If you don't take the time to be with those people that you love, if you don't take the time to take care of you and all you do is take time for people that you only know in an office from eight to five, that really don't know much about you and may not even care about you, what are you saying? You're saying that you put them before you. You put them before your family. You put them before your health. Now you may say, Shantara, but this is my job, you know, and it's highly competitive out there. I have to make sure I stay, you know, kind of on my grind. I got to stay hustling. I got to make sure I have money and on and on. That is absolutely true. But I have never been in a situation where a, a job, a, a group of strangers would take precedent over my health or a group of strangers would take precedent over my family. It's just not that serious because I know my worth. I know I got an education for a reason. That means that I should be able to go out and find another career, find another job if I need to. No, it may not be convenient. And yes, that would be stressful if all of a sudden I had to go out and look for something else to do. But at the same time, if someone had the audacity to tell me that I cannot take vacation time that is allocated to me as an employee or a team member or what have you, that means that they don't care about me anyway. And I need to be somewhere where they at least remotely care. More than 75% of vacationers who worked while away reported feeling stressed because of it. Of course you do, because you're taking phone calls while you're sitting on the beach. You're taking phone calls while you're sitting next to the pool or while you're sitting with your kids. You're, and not only are you more stressed because of your job, you're more stressed probably because your family's looking at you and they're telling you that you are not giving them 100% of your time. So I would say to all of the women who really feel this pre-vacation stress or they feel the need to have to overdo it the week before vacation, I really would say don't. And yeah, it may be easier said and done than done, but just don't. Know that you are worth the time. Just do your job and be like, hey, next week I'm going to be on vacation uh, Sharon's going to pick up the slack for me or Greg's going to pick up the slack for me. And when I get back, I'll be ready to go. You don't have to explain yourself. Your boss doesn't explain himself to you or explain herself to you. They go on vacation. So should you. Now, 47% of employees did not use all of their vacation days. 
with some leaving as many as 21 days unused. 21 days that you decided, no, I'm not going to take vacation. I'm just going to work. And yeah, I've worked with a lot of people who've decided that they don't want to take their vacation or, you know, I don't have the time to take vacation. Really? You don't have the time to take vacation? I don't understand that. Now, my husband was active duty military for the first part of our marriage. And so I got it. He was always gone. He was going somewhere. He was protecting the country. And even then I was upset because I wanted to be able to take some time out with my family and I wanted him to be able to. But you know what happened? After a certain amount of time, he was told to go home and get rest. Or even um, during the times when we would have like annual awards uh, programs or military balls, things of that nature, he would win contests and win different types of awards that where they would send us on vacation. And we would get to go to Vegas and DC and other places. And we'd be gone for three, four days, maybe in a week. And so I say all of that to say, if the members of the United States military gets time, and I'm not saying everyone does, because we have soldiers who are abroad right now that don't get time off, don't get to see their families, but if they know when to call it time out, when they say it's time to take a break and they're able to do so, and they are working literally in a life or death situation, then we should take kind of some notes from them because we're working in offices. We're working, you know, building buildings and doing, you know, spreadsheets and all of these great things. Even teachers, you know, and to me, they're probably the most overworked and underpaid people on this planet, they have that, they, they get it. You send the students home to be able to rejuvenate. The teachers need to be able to rejuvenate as well. And I'm not saying people need to take three, four months off. I'm not saying three or four weeks off. I'm saying take your time, take what you need, whatever that is. I was asked this past week about what I do for self-care. What is my regimen? So if I don't get to go on a vacation, meaning out of the country or even out of the state, I am a huge fan of staycations. I will be at the house and not talk to anyone because sometimes I just need a break. I go get, I go take massages. I've taken time off during the week and said, I just need time for me. And that's okay. And my clients just have to be okay with it. I just say I'm out of the office. And I don't feel the need to have to explain that. I don't need to explain me to anyone, but that still is also the power of knowing your worth. So ladies, if you're listening, if you're, if you're one of the listeners of this podcast and you're constantly thinking that you have to stay on for the job, I would say, think about it. If you never turn off, when do you recharge? Because that job that's so important to you, they're not getting 100% of you because you're not able to give that when you are already just tapped out. They're maybe getting 40% of you. So if you want to be able to give your 100%, if you want to be able to climb that ladder and you want them to see the best that you've got, you have to be able to take time out for yourself. You have to be able to turn the phone off the emails off, not allowing people to reach out to you when you're on vacation. So I would say to you, 
kill this pre-vacation stress. Get done what you normally would get done during that week. And whatever's left, it will be here when you get back. And if there's a lot of emails, there's a lot of emails. Who says you have to get through all of them as soon as you get back? No one says that you have to get through 200 emails in one day. It's very difficult to do that. Just bite off whatever little chunks that you can at a time. So don't put so much pressure on yourself. Let's not be so hard on ourselves. I think the one thing that we struggle with as women is that we feel like we have to live up to some weird um, idea of what a professional is. And unfortunately, that idea is something that of a man. And even men stress themselves out. Even men in high authorities tend to have heart problems and cholesterol problems and all of those things because they are not taking the proper self-care. So I say, don't try to be like anyone. Be like you. No one is ever going to be you better than you. And no one is ever going to know when you need to take a break but you. So when it's time for vacation, take vacation. No phone calls, no emails. And it may be that it's going to be hard for you to break yourself of that habit because it is a habit that you've probably gotten into. I would say, you know, just do a staycation one day, take a day off, take an extra Friday or, you know, a long weekend or Monday on the beginning of the week. Don't even cut on your phone. Just stay within yourself. Go get a massage, have ice cream, whatever those things are and see what happens. See how you feel. I guarantee you, whenever you get back to the office, you're going to feel more rejuvenated. You're going to have new ideas. You're not going to be as stressed out and you're not going to feel obligated to tell everyone where you were. Well, that's all I have for today. I just thought that I needed to encourage you as vacationers because we're all taking vacations and doing all of these great things over the summer that um, just to just to be you, take some time out, relax, go get a massage, go to a concert, enjoy some friends, laugh and not worry about the job. It will be there when you get there in the morning. Trust me. So thank you guys for listening in to this episode of Empowering You. Join our Facebook group. Please join our group. Talk to us. Let us know what kinds of things you'd like to hear. Go out, out to our website, empoweringyou.com. That's E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R-I-N-G-Y-O-U.com. And listen in for, uh, sign up for our um, for our mailing list. Uh, you have an opportunity to buy my book, Empowering You, 12 Tips for Finding Your Voice. And uh, see what where we're doing next with the book and what we're doing next moving forward. Um, as you all know that I am the founder and executive director of the Chapman Women's Foundation. And we're about to have our first event in Houston, uh, first event of the year uh, in Houston, our major event, which is entitled Pow Her Play, uh, the professional woman's breakfast. And that's going to be coming up August, Friday, August 9th, at 730 in the morning. It would be great to have you participate and come out and be a part of this great, great event where women are helping mentor and coach one another. And uh, you'll be able to go to work if you want to. If not, kick off the weekend, have a longer weekend and, or have a staycation. For information about the Chapman Women's Foundation or Power Her Play, uh, visit chapmanwomensfoundation.org. That's C-H-A-T-M-A-N, womensfoundation.org. Um, thank you very much. I hope you have a productive week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.